Welcome to February. If you are anything like I was when I was dealing with my unwanted separation, I was not looking forward to this month of love and hearts everywhere and romantic dates and all that. And so I'm going to keep it going for you by sharing today about how fairy tales have screwed up our vision of what real relationships should be. And I'm going to try real hard not to turn this into a Disney bashing episode, but as much as I love Disney and love their stories and love their princesses, I can't make any promises. So why don't we just dive right in? Hello and welcome to another episode of From Devastated to Divorced. I am Josie, your host and a separation survival specialist. Through my unique five chapters to surviving a separation methodology, I guide women who are grappling with the challenge of an unwanted separation. Together, we navigate the path from feeling devastated to confidently stepping into divorce. So thanks for joining me today as we discuss... Love's Illusion, Deconstructing Fairy Tales and Reality. I love romance movies. I love rom-coms. I love all these Disney princess movies. I am not going to lie about that. But do I think that they totally skewed my thoughts about relationships when I was younger, when I was naive to relationships? Absolutely. I do believe that they did. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about the things that these um, fairy tale stories really focus on that are just not reality. The things that there is a running theme in almost all of them that is just not the reality of the world or what we as women can expect when we are getting into a relationship. So with that, let's start with the most obvious first one, which is love at first sight. So many of these stories start with love at first sight. Prince Charming sees Cinderella and suddenly he's in love. The other prince sees Sleeping Beauty, minding her own business, by the way, singing in the forest with her little woodland creatures, and he jumps right off his horse and starts singing and, you know, getting all up in her personal space. But that's romantic. Look at this guy. Look at him. He sees her. He loves her. She sees him. She sings a little higher. It's great. No. Love at first sight, though I'm not going to say is absolutely not a thing because there are people who probably have at some point seen somebody, thought they were beautiful, thought they were interesting, and ended up with that person. But was it love at first sight? Was it lust at first sight? I mean, obviously, when you see somebody, you can tell if you're attracted to them just by looking at them. But you don't know if once you have a conversation with that person, if they're going to be annoying, if they're going to be condescending and rude, if they're going to just not be your type. 
So the fact that you just see somebody and suddenly you know that's the one, that was not true. Was I expecting that? Do you think you were expecting that after watching after watching all of these fairy tales? I don't think that I expected love at first sight because of it, but I do think that I might have given people that I met uh, more more credit maybe than they were due just because of always having that possibility open. And I don't know if that's a right or wrong thing, but there it is on that one. Let's talk about the power of transformational love, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. So he's a beast. He's horrible. He's a jerk. He's rude. He's sloppy. And suddenly, thanks to her love, he turns into a sweet, loving protector and transforms completely back into a real person, right? There's a metaphor for that, supposedly, in this whole story. But in reality, you do not marry someone who is a jerk, who is disrespectful to you, who is condescending, who is all of these things and hope, oh, once uh, he and I are together and married, he will change because my love will change him. If he doesn't like to work, your love isn't going to change him. If he isn't a self-starter or have aspirations for things that he wants to do in life, you marrying him and giving him all of your love and attention and encouragement is not going to change that. The reality is, is that People will only change if they want to change. Sure, if you're there as a support, that is helpful, but you can't do it for them unless they actually want to. So thinking that you're in a not great relationship with someone and the answer is let me marry them because my love will save them, you are totally going in the wrong direction. We cannot save anybody from themselves. Only they can do that. So if there are really things that somebody is bad about, eh, and I think that not just Disney movies, but other romantic movies have shown men that start off being completely jerks and just because suddenly they love this woman, they're nice. But what about to the women that they don't love? Are they still assholes to them? And is that still okay with us? No. So the power of transformational love, I don't buy it. Another one was that love is the sole focus of life. Let's use Little Mermaid as an example. She just wanted to find her mate. Most of these women just wanted uh, somebody to love. I think that's exactly what Sleeping Beauty is singing about. And they're looking for love. I get it that these are old movies that I'm talking about and that now the newer movies are giving women a little more agency, more independence. Like look at Merida from uh, Brave. Her family wants her to get married and she's fighting against it because she wants to be an independent woman and not to say that she didn't want to get married, but she wanted to do it on her own terms. Good for her. I'm glad that these things are changing. But still, most of the talk on movies and 
fairy tales is the woman is focused on love and meeting that partner. And there is so much more to life than just having that partner. I wish that I would have focused more on my career, on hobbies, on building my business, on traveling. But those aren't really things that you're, that the world movies, sometimes even parents, you know, depending on when you were growing up, they weren't suggesting that a young lady go out into the world and travel. Heck no. It was be good, be respectful, find yourself a husband, start a family. So, and all of these fairy tales are the same thing. When is the life complete? When you have found your husband. And let's move on to the next thing that they rescue you. How do they rescue you? They rescue you from a bad situation. They rescue you from mean step parents. They rescue you from evil witches. And where do they take you? To their mansions, to their castles. Because almost in every one of these stories, the man is rich and has plenty of money to help you and rescue you from your life of being poor, being broke, struggling financially. Okay, we know that is not reality. And maybe years in the past it was because women didn't have to work back then that much. They were just the homemakers, so they found a good husband and All they had to do was worry about their wifely duties and being a homemaker, and they didn't have to worry about anything else. But that is not the reality now, and those movies are still out there, and our kids are still watching them, and we all still have to go to work because it takes two people to actually be able to afford many things these days. There's not that many uh, princes in castles around the corners for all of us. There isn't. And so thinking that, okay, not only do you meet, find a husband, you also find security and all of your problems are over. Uh, how many of us were hoping that that was our scenario? I'm not going to lie. I was really looking forward to that scenario, but that was not the reality. And when you're looking forward to that scenario, but then you are convinced by the other parts of the fairy tale of just meeting someone instantly and not actually taking the time to get to know them, to get to know what they want to do in their future, to get to know um, if they want to be a partner and a breadwinner or um, when you think, oh, I can change them if they don't want to be, all of these relate back to the other ones. And then you don't end up meeting the person who can financially help you because you screwed up on all those other steps by vetting your partner. And does that sound rude that you have to vet a partner? Of course you do. Because now I'm going to touch on the last one. Happily ever after is not a real thing. Life continues. Problems come up. Things happen. And you need to have been careful in your choice. Obviously, you do want to love the person you chose, but love doesn't pay the bills. Love does not solve every problem. And so in relationships, there's so many pieces of the puzzle that have to fit together to make it a healthy, long-lasting, happy relationship.
any one of these fantasies that fairy tales have tried to tell us can totally take us off of the track to a healthy, real, long-term relationship with somebody. Because if you trip up on any one of these points that I bring up, it's going to be a snowball effect on the rest. So this is how fairy tales have probably affected how you have found relationships, dealt with relationships, accepted relationships. And we're adults now. We know this. We can blame them, but we can also take um, accountability and learn from it and deprogram because I mean, I'm not going to lie. I still sometimes would love to just have that fantasy happen, but it's not real. And so when you go into a new relationship, if you are looking to be in a new relationship, think about why you are accepting this person. Think about what you really know about them, what you really see in front of you, not what you hope that you will see or what you could possibly see in the future. We have to go into relationships wide-eyed, thinking rationally, and not being led by all the lovey-dovey feelings that, of course, we have, the butterflies, the, oh, he's so cute, the, oh, he looked at me, the, oh, he said, hey, sweetie. All of that is great, but that is not all that is needed for a long-term healthy relationship. So I hope that this made sense to you. I wonder if any of it spoke to you, if you remember maybe getting to you into your last relationship because of one of these touch points that fairy tales made you think was probably or possibly the way things go. I'd love to hear it. You know where you can reach me to send me a note and say, oh yeah, I really did feel fall for, you know, the power of transformational love or I was really uh, banking on that person to save me financially and then it turns out that they were banking on me to do the same for them. And so, um, you know, I just love to hear how you think that maybe fairy tales affected your journey into dating, relationship, marriage, and even separation. And um, if it if it did relate in a good way, I'd love to hear that too, because I like hearing some success stories. We all would love to hear some success stories. So I'm going to leave it there for now. I do appreciate you listening. And the one thing that I will say in closing is to remember that I do have a free 15-minute discovery call if you are dealing with your separation and aren't sure where you are in the process. I can talk to you about the five chapters to surviving a separation and we can pinpoint where you are and where you might be heading. The link to schedule that is in the show notes. And with that, I'm going to leave you for now. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to catch you on the next one. Bye for now. Thanks again for listening. And if you found value in today's episode, I would really appreciate it if you could go take a moment and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're streaming from. It would really help to get the word out and help us build this community. 
And as we wrap up today's Heart to Heart, I hope you find healing, feel your strength grow, and embrace your journey forward.